Damn, Q. Baby, you did that. You are now locked in live from the 48205 Red Zone. You ain't never been on E Block, bitch. You too excited. Shit. Shit, Shit, I ain't in that bitch, mom. Shit. Wake your ass up. It's the Wake and Bake Show live on eblockradio.com. Yo, if you are now listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Pandora, or Audible, uh, make sure you click that subscribe button so you get notified every time we upload audio content. Today's show is brought to you by Pardon My Eastside, PardonMyEastside.com. Use the promo code eBlockRadio and get 25% off. All right, let's get to it. Yo, 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 you know what it is. The live is cloud radio show. On the planet Earth, guys. Straight from the E Block Radio Live on your dial right this moment, man. This is the Wake and Bake Show. Got my man Angry Man in the building. Good to go. Got my man Monk Money uh holding down TJ and shit at the crib because he's sick. Get well, kid. <laughs> right, get well, my dog. And of course, man, it's your boy Q Lewis holding it down live from the 48205, man. Let's get to the shits, dog. It's motherfucking Wednesday. A lot of shit going on. Um What's going on with you though, dog? How you doing, dog? You good today? Yeah, I'm, Before I'm, I get into headlines and shit like that, no, I'm not, it's better. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I told you, it's, it's a lot of shit we ain't discuss on air because I ain't want to. But oh yeah, no doubt. It, no it, doubt. Was, it was pretty bad, but yeah, we respect that. Yeah, it, it's better. So yeah, that's always a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Encouragement and shit, though. Anything, uh, anything exciting happened the last couple of days? Hell no. <laughs> that's it. I figured that out. Um. I just, uh, I wanted to talk about this real quick before, uh, we, uh, ain't no commercial break because I never fixed the commercial. We ain't fixed that yet, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I'm working on that for the next time. But, um, yeah, did you see that they launched a, a space rocket last year in November? Um, and it just, it just hit the target like yesterday or the day before yesterday or whatever. So what it was was something like, uh, Damn, I can't remember the, the number. Like maybe seven billion miles away or some shit. But anyway, the the test was to see if they could uh send this rocket out of space and redirect this asteroid that uh theoretically wasn't coming towards the, the earth and shit, but they was just trying to see if they could do it. So it took it like ten months to get to the destination, but they was able to um to hit this asteroid and send it off off course. You know what I'm saying? Um yeah. What you think about that shit, dog? You think that you think that the fucking asteroid was really headed this way, or was they just testing some shit? Cause they said they were just testing to see if they could do it. You think the asteroid might have been headed this to this motherfucker? Dog? Yep, I do. <laughs> That's what I was wondering, though. Yeah, for sure, though. Both said, uh, "I'm glad to see you doing better and shit, dog." Oh, good luck, man. Good yeah, for sure. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah, yeah, that bitch was on his way here. You think it was? Yeah, yeah. I think they might have just been testing that motherfucker, dog. That's a that's an expensive test. Because <laughs> that shit probably costs billions of dollars. Yeah, that's an expensive test. Yeah. <laughs> but theoretically, it wasn't. They said it wasn't, though. So, I don't know. I mean, you could, like you said. Yeah. Even, now they know um, if one come towards this motherfucker, they know what to do. Yeah, but they got to know well in advance, though. Because, like, yeah, that shit took 10 months. So, so like they, uh, the way they found out about that one, the way they just find out about yeah. this, the one that's coming towards her. Yeah, because if that bitch only got like six weeks before impact, nigga, we hit. <laughs> you can't nah. get to that motherfucking time. Well, shit, if it, I doubt it, man. What? 
Yeah, right. These motherfuckers look good. If he gets six weeks in, somebody would need to be fired. <laughs> you ain't bullshit, though. Somebody was high on the job, nigga. Yeah, not high. Somebody was not paying attention. No, nah, definitely not paying no attention, dog. That shit crazy as hell. Like I said, you, that bitch gets six weeks in. Somebody, yeah. You, yeah, you need, something ain't right. You can start <laughs> passing out some walking papers if we survive this motherfucker. Duh, you right, dog. I ain't even fucking around with that shit, dog. But yeah, that was just the funny shit I had seen. Um, in the news and shit, because at first when I first heard about it, actually my old man was telling me about it, and he had said it like, um, he had said it like, like they had for sure said the motherfuckers coming towards Earth and shit. Then I say the the actual story, I was like, nah, nah, that ain't that ain't really what happened. But I think they, you know, when they do the headline news and shit, they they try to make you watch the shit, so they they kind of frame it any kind of way. But um, yeah, so I guess the the threat was averted. <laughs> I guess yeah. if if there was a threat. Hey, you see the uh, hurricanes getting ready to fuck Florida up today, dog. It, it, this, it hit somewhere already. Now, it hit somewhere dude. already? Yeah. Shout out to uh, all my people in Florida, dog. Yo, uh, V down there, fucking Dre. Um, all my people down in Florida, dog. If y'all listening, like, shit, check in, nigga. Make sure everybody yeah, I, good. I heard that motherfucker about to wreak some havoc. Man, yeah. what? And then they was talking about the residuals uh, gonna be all up in, like, Charlotte. Motherfucker, it's gonna go all the way up the, the you know, the, the East Coast and shit. Damn, said already fucked up Cuba and shit. Yeah, that's the way it was coming. Mm. Damn, that shit crazy. I wonder if I lived in Florida, dog, because like they get they get the evacuation notices and shit. If I lived in Florida and shit, like how serious would I take that shit though? Because a lot of people just like they so used to it, they just bored up and hunker down. I feel like I'm gonna get the fuck on. I mean, you, that'll be something you have to be born and raised in Florida for. Yeah, for sure. Just to 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 stay. Yeah, I for mean, sure. Like if you if you uh six seven months or a year in, then you might not know what to do. Yeah. That's like how motherfuckers here, um, because our tornadoes can get pretty fucking vicious. Yeah. And you know we 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 know how to judge them versus off what the weather say. Yeah. The weather say that motherfucker about to come through. Yeah. Yeah. If you're in an apartment building, you might want to get low on this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You might want to go in the basement. Then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know we know how to prepare for it. Yeah. Versus somebody that's like, oh shit, it's just a tornado. Yeah. No, it's not just a tornado. Right. You're right. Yeah. It, it was no different than um. When I lived in Iowa that first year, and um, uh, you took that you took that shit lightly. I took it lightly, and they tried to tell you. And they tried to tell. <laughs> right. just, a, just a storm, right? And it was like, don't you see this motherfucker mall closing at twelve forty-five in the afternoon? Yeah, I see motherfuckers scrambling, and yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, cause I didn't have a vehicle. Mm-hmm. I had nine motherfuckers offered to take me home. Duh. Then uh, it took my next door neighbor. Um, her and her dude was like, no, you're not, no. Yeah. They took took me back to the grocery store and doubled up on everything. They was like, because you're not going to be able to leave. Right. Next time, I'm going to pay the fucking attention. No, that shit is, uh, that shit is real, though. That shit real, because uh, not only after you told me that shit, remember, it was a, I can't remember the name of the movie, but it would end up being like a, a movie that came out about fucking Cedar Rapids and shit, and it was one of these crazy-ass ice storms. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, this must be they regular shit, dog. Yeah, that shit ain't nothing one for no game. Yeah. <laughs> right. Shout out to shout out to niggas who surviving motherfucking storms and shit. For real though. Like my people in Florida, man. Um, be safe out here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Cause we know yeah. a few of y'all. So um, yeah. Hopefully y'all be safe, dog. There's some some crazy shit, dog. Weather is just some some wild shit anyway. We ain't had no 
we ain't no like real bad tornadoes in the city though. Like since it tore up, you know. Um, I fucking think, what's it called? What the, the sunrise? Yeah, since it tore that shit up in Chandler Park and all that shit. I remember the one on Gratiot and Van Dyke. Damn, when was that? That was the one before the sunrise. Oh shit, I don't even remember. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker wreaked havoc over there, man. Yeah, that's real East Side shit. If y'all know the Sunrise Apartments, man, it's like <laughs> tore the roof off that motherfucker. <laughs> tore the roof off the motherfucker. Hey, I ain't never been inside them bitch. I have. You have? Mm-hmm. I ain't never knew nobody that that lived. No, no, no. Hold on, did I? No, I didn't go in though. Like I've been to the door, <laughs> but I ain't never been inside of my apartment at that motherfucker. Though. It ain't no different. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little uh, little light skin situation that used to go to school with us and shit. Used to live there. I won't say no names and shit, but uh, yeah, shout out to her. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Rita said Florida got a lot of tornadoes, hurricanes hit around four to five. That's today, right? So yeah, that shit coming. Um, yeah, shit, hold on tight. That's all I can say to. Um, <laughs> nigga Bo said he been in them bitches said don't ask why yeah I, yeah yeah Sunrise is definitely like the motherfucking Brewsters or some shit though. it's like the projects in an apartment yeah yeah shout out to niggas who live there though you know so they know what time these motherfuckers coming yeah they got you know them storm trackers and shit like that or you know estimated times shit like that so I'll be able to go in and get off around 3 man. bruh if you was I guarantee if you was in Florida you'd still be trying to work probably <laughs> That should have be closed as hell, bro. Then I can go get some free out. Oh, this nigga, man. Anyway, bro. Um, what else was that did I want to talk about? Oh, so you know, I seen uh I was telling y'all niggas uh Monday about uh Jazzman's blues and shit, right? Which is why we was talking about, you know, colorism and shit like that. But uh what I didn't know is I just seen his uh his interview on Sway. Hadn't seen Sway in a minute and shit. So Sway in the morning, shout out to Sway in the morning. Um that this is a, a screenplay that he had written. Damn, I don't want to fuck up the dates, but I want to say maybe around '95 or some shit. Like, it's just some shit he wrote like 30 years ago. But uh, it was one of them things where he said that it was so hard for him to break into the industry and shit that he had to do what was working, which was the Medea shit and all that shit. And he was like, he wasn't sure that if he'd have came in with that script, that like if it didn't go well, then like it would might have would have fucked his career up. And that's kind of crazy, though, right? That he had to wait until all of this success and then he built his own studio to finally, like, you know, uh, do this script that he had written, like, 30 years ago. Which, if if y'all seen that shit, dog, this is like, this is like no other Tyler Perry shit I've ever seen. Like, it's not no Medea shit. It's some serious shit, like, and all new actors. Like, these are motherfuckers I ain't never seen acting nothing. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, the shit was still good. I, for me... I felt like it was some of uh, some of his best work. Now, what I will say this though, for people who haven't seen it, um, like I say, I ain't gonna go too far into it. But um, shout out to uh, Tia Black, my uh, co-host on the morning show on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays on the Rise and Grind show. She said something from a perspective that I never thought about. I, I think that was her. That said, yeah, that was her. Um, how she liked the movie, but she hated the fact that like um, it's like unresolved. It's unresolved black men issues and shit, right? So what she's saying by that is like, no matter what the nigga was doing to do the right thing and shit, it ended in disparity and shit. I'm just like, damn, I guess I never looked at it like that, but I mean, shit, that's what a lot of, that's what it was back in them days. I mean, it's a period piece. So it's a lot of people who was trying to do the right thing and they met their demise and shit, right? So 
I didn't look at it like that, but that was a different perspective. So I was, that was I was kind of interested to see that and shit though. But uh, still a good movie, and I just like I said, I thought it was pretty interesting that um, he had wrote this shit thirty years ago and just decided to, you know, put it together. But it came out well and shit. Uh, you know, shout out to Tyler Perry. I know a lot of people don't fuck with him and shit, but I fuck with TP. I don't know why. I don't know, because niggas is weird. <laughs> niggas yeah, is weird, dog. I don't know. Fuck with Stephen King all day, huh? <laughs> right. I mean, that's how people are, dog. All right. So, yesterday, too, I finished episode 10. So, I watched all 10 fucking episodes of this Jeffrey Dahmer shit, dog. And I just got to say, this is a very sick individual. Um, It's a lot of shit that go into that, though. Like, obviously, it's his mental capacity, how his parents raised him and shit. But like the, the biggest thing for me though was the the fucking police in Milwaukee some hoes, bro. Like I'm talking about They say uh Dog, they weak as fuck. What's in the plastic bags? <laughs> dog, right. I mean you there. You chopping up shit and dumping it in the middle of the night, man. Bro, and everybody's seeing you. Niggas is telling, calling the police, and the police is not taking no niggas seriously. But you know, the that that, that I don't know, I'm a, I saw some of it. Yeah. I got up to the point where that uh, where that dumb motherfucker was trying to hitchhike his way to the concert. <laughs> I'm not gonna laugh at that because, yeah, he met his demise and shit. So I can't really laugh at that. What? what? I mean, this was this was late '80s, early '90s, dog. You know, people were still doing goofy shit. Man, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I mean, people were still doing goofy shit. I can't really, you know, uh, that's yeah, that's how it was. But anyway, yeah, I. The the police situation in in that it's just it's just bad, dog. I mean, when you look at the fact that, and I don't. Okay, I do want to make it a race thing. So you look at the fact that this white dude move into this apartment full of black people and shit, and is able to kill all these motherfuckers, keep them inside the crib. Everybody that that live in the apartment complaining, talking about the smell, calling the police. Police coming several times, never take the motherfucker away. But then. You try to deliver some packages for UPS in a white person neighborhood and shit. They call the police and the police pull up now with their fucking guns drawn. I mean, I don't the hypocrisy know, of it all. I nigga. don't know why you surprised. I'm not though. surprised. I just I, fucking hate it. Like I, I'm not I surprised. Know, I don't even know why. You know, <laughs> you question why is that? You you know why that is, <laughs> bro? Well, my question really is why is it still happening? Is what I'm saying. Because you know why. I don't know why it's still happening. But I thought. What it is, I'm gonna tell you flat out what it is. You what don't want it to be that way. This <laughs> is what it is. is. Yeah, it bothers the shit out of you, and I get that. But you know the answer <laughs> to that goddamn question. I know the answer to that shit. Let, let that shit go. Teddy Pendergrass, bro. Yeah, Tanisha checking in. What up, though? What Son up, of Liberty you? checking in. What up, though? She's admiring your sweater. Thank you. I, I'm, I, you know, I, I saw the stylist this morning just for you. That nigga said he saw the stylist. <laughs> All right, so look. We still gonna talk about the Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I'm off of the police shit though, right? Because um, mm -hmm. I don't want to get all mad and shit. But this is actually how we got to today's topic, right? Because um, at the end of the at the end of the series, everybody like all the parents or you know the the two parents and then the stepmom and shit. Um, everybody was trying to figure out, basically, uh, lack of better terms, who to blame for how this nigga turned out and shit, right? So a lot of things, you know, was was some of the things they taught him some of the things they taught you know told him and shit and so i just started thinking like what is some of the best or worst or best and worst advice that you've ever received from somebody and what i want to know too though because i got a couple of stories and shit like 
what uh what is the we'll start with the best advice that you got and who it and who it came from and why you think it's the best advice though that's what we go get into now i i fucked up the commercial so we don't have a commercial break so we gotta just go right into it dog so that's, that's kind of hard because you know a, a lot of people try to advise me mm -hmm. but i don't know i would say what was the best yeah you know it's gotta I, be something though that just stuck a, out to you i don't take a lot of people's advice yeah it's, it gotta be something right I don't. I'm gonna have to think on it. Like, no, you ain't got no. You ain't took nobody advice. Kid, you know me. I, I really don't take a lot of people's advice, yeah. <laughs> That's so good. All right. Well, what's the worst advice? Then you got to have a worse one, then. Uh, if I you didn't take none of them, then so someone had to be so all, bad. Pretty much they all bad. Damn. That's fucked up. All right. Well, I I start there since you you ain't got shit. Right? Yeah, I'm I, I'm sure you know I'm gonna come up with something. Yeah. You know, but mm. but. I, I, I talk when it's my turn. I got you. All right, so I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna start with the best advice. So my best advice, I'm gonna go back to, um, I'm gonna go back to my internship at Black Enterprise, right? So this was some of the the best advice, um, and this is this is kind of in a in a business sense. So this was business advice. Uh, shout out to uh, uh, shit. Let me see who I want to shout out first. I mean, obviously I want to shout out Robin, who uh provided me the opportunity to uh. You know, to to work at Black Enterprise that summer, but the advice actually came from Earl Graves. It's Earl Graves Senior, the uh, publisher of Black Enterprise uh, Magazine. Uh, Ebony K checking in. What up, though? Midday vibes Wednesdays at two. That's today at two. So make sure you check out Midday Vibes on podcasting. Man, check them out. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, we was having a whole conversation about uh you know meeting business people, right? Because I had to interview a lot of people. And the one thing he told me is that well, it's two pieces of advice, actually. But the, the first thing was when you're dealing with networking situations, right? When you're meeting people and like you network and you're trying to maneuver around whatever industry you're in, is that when when people offer assistance or offer networking opportunities, you need to hold them accountable. Right. So this is a this is advice that I took through all of my business endeavors, like because a lot of people talk a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah, I got you. Next time I see you, I'm going to put you with this person. Or I'm going to make this call for you. A lot of people be, be talking shit. And, like, it is your responsibility to hold these people accountable. So, like, I've done that. In a lot of my business endeavors, I meet people, you know, randomly or whatever. If we exchange information and shit and they say they go do something, I call motherfuckers on that shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, so remember you had said such and such. So now at this point. You can either get the shit done or find out that they on some bullshit and push it to the side. Right. See, a lot of people just expect like when you meet people, especially in these business settings, when you're trying to network, it's a lot of. First of all, I think I'm I think it's, I'm comfortable saying this. Most people don't know how to network. They think that just meeting a motherfucker is is that that ain't it. Like it's it's work that goes into that. Mm -hmm. So like, I I follow up with motherfuckers, dog, because people don't people don't do that with me. I, I've I've met people who were trying to meet me to get opportunities to do whatever and never follow up with me. I end up following up with them. How the fuck am I doing the networking? You the one needed something from me. That right. shit is ass retarded. Like I don't even know. Right. So like a lot most people don't know how to network. So I think that right there was some of my uh the best advice that I've taken through a whole lot of business endeavors since then. And that mm -hmm. shit was fucking twenty years ago. And I still Live on that, you know, on that information. So shout out to Earl Gray Senior. Rest in peace. Obviously, uh, passed away a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, shout out to to Dog. Man, he uh, put me up on something. Um, it's a, it's I got some more too though. But let me read some of these. Uh, Shy said best advice 
was moved to Texas. Worst advice is don't move back to Detroit when I was in Texas on my knuckles. All right, so look, let me say this. That was the best advice, um, obviously, because, you know, he moved down there after his mom's passed and uh, kind of got a fresh start, um, got a new start and, like, got got a, a different hustle about itself, right? Because, you know, you, you out of town, you kind of fending for yourself. You, you got to make that shit happen. So that I definitely was some of the best advice. Um, he said the worst advice was uh, don't move back. I was I I don't know who else told him that shit, but I definitely said that shit. I was like, nigga, don't come back to this motherfucking dog, cause like you know how it is when people get out, you kind of want them to stay gone, cause it just you feel like it's nothing going on here, right? Mm-hmm. So I think we we've all been to that point. Like people told me the same thing when I came back from Colorado, um, but yeah, it, it, it turned out for him to be the best decision ever. So I'm kind of I'm glad that he didn't take our advice. And stay because shit kind of worked out. You know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it came around good though. Um, Ebony K said, "Nope." Did she say? Said the worst advice I had was someone telling me to get a nine to five. Dog, <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. No, that. And I was gonna say, I might save that one. I'm. I yeah. I'm, I don't know. I don't know if I want to say that. You come up with something yet, dog? Yeah, I think I. You got something on this on the best advice joint. Well, the, the best advice I got, dog, it, it's kind of weird. <laughs> uh oh. But the best advice I got was, uh, don't don't listen to somebody who ain't got what the hell you don't have. Mm. Meaning that if uh, you know, I always say this, you know, pot shotting your ass. Mm. If you ain't got kids, don't advise me on what the fuck to do. <laughs> I and, hate that. You know what I'm saying? Cause I got nieces and nephews, so they still kids. You know they not saying? mine though. Yeah, but I get if, you. If, if if you don't work where I work or, or the kind of if you don't do the kind of work I do, don't advise me what to do when I get yeah. to that motherfucker. Right. That shit. That shit works. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, if if uh, that's that's like if you got a million dollars, I can't tell you how to spend it because I yeah. ain't got it. <laughs> so that's good advice. Who gave you that advice? You remember? Oh man. Yeah. yeah. So, excuse me. Shout out to the old man and shit though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the good advice and shit. So you've been following that shit. When did he tell? What did he tell you that this is some long time ago type shit? Or? About twenty five years ago. Yeah, right so when, niggas right still when, living off of this shit. Yeah, right when the first one came. Yeah, he heard somebody. <laughs> he heard somebody trying to tell me what to do. And yeah. he asked me how many kids do they have, and he, I was like, none. He said, how the fuck they gonna tell you what to do then? Yeah, and it made sense to me. And that's a tough one anyway, though, because even if you got kids, it's like it's still tough to tell somebody else what to do with their shit. Like it's still. It still ain't the same, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, because all kids, that's a tough all kids ain't the same. Exactly, all families ain't the same. The way people raise kids ain't the same. All yeah. that shit. Though. So, you know, I, I mean, I stuck with that. Yeah, you know what I mean, and um, that's just like uh, I hate to say this, man, but you know, that's why I, sometimes I don't like watching sports with people. Mm-hmm. I'd rather watch sports with people who play the sports. <laughs> you sound like both. Huh? I'm dead serious. <laughs> Because if you ain't never played the sport before, yeah. shut what the fuck they call up. Well, I I can't say that though. My man Sterling said it the best. Because even on, if you on, ain't on. played, if you watch a lot of it, yeah, yeah I don't want hear that. That watch shit is different than like like you always tell me. What? It's different when you're on the D line and you got to do that shit. That shit is fast. That shit is quick. Yeah. I mean, you know, you have when you watching it, you ain't got to make a decision on what the fuck to do out there. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, okay, when you take that hand off. I mean, it's just off, like you're studying. Like, if when, you watching enough of it, you you studying it. When you take that hand off, 
you you pre you practice this shit all fucking week. Mm-hmm. It's like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a plan until they get hit. Yeah, points, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I could tell you all motherfucking day. Yeah. This is what you're supposed to do, right? But with okay, what you doing that real life situation? Yeah, man. until you stand in front of Ray Lewis. <laughs> He 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 don't look that fast on TV. Yeah. But until you stand in front of that motherfucker and take a hand off and he come barreling down on your ass. <laughs> All this shit go out the window. Fuck that jab step, coach. I gotta get the fuck out the goddamn way. <laughs> right. I feel that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's this is it, it, it ain't no different. And I'm mm-hmm. gonna jump on your team right here. Mm-hmm. It ain't, nigga, I have never written a book a day in my life. Yeah. But I'm gonna, the best I can tell you is it was a good read or it was a bad read. Yeah. I can't tell you how to write that motherfucker. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> You yeah. know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah. that shit. You'll be mad as hell if I came home and said, no, nigga, what you need to do is do. I know you just be looking at me boiling like a motherfucker. I mean, you never know, though. It could be. You know, man, you, you can you can still have a perspective, even if you haven't done it. Though. Angry man, shut your ass up. That's probably what you would say in your head. <laughs> well, man, Tyler Pie got check it in. What up, though? He said I'm trying my best to network. That's for sure, dog. Yeah, you be on your shit. Uh, Ebony K said best advice as a woman: you should never be broke. Mm. Yeah. That I can see that. Uh, let me see. Bo said uh, best advice. Be a man in every situation. Situation doesn't determine manhood. Manhood determines situation. His old man, dog. Rest in peace to uh, his old man, dog. Yeah. For sure, stand up dude and shit. Uh, that's a uh, big bow. <laughs> okay. Uh, say hell yeah, angry man. I hate watching sports with clowns who ain't never played it. <laughs> trying to tell you that shit pisses me off. Tell the guy, say yeah, you ain't wrong, bro. <laughs> that uh, shit pisses me off. <laughs> His best advice is you have privilege, use it, my drunk rich uncle. I'm sure. <laughs> you think I mean I guess so though. I do do white people really give advice like that? I wanna do I wonder that though. Like do white people ever like pass down their acknowledgement of uh privilege? Yeah, I mean they probably do because they probably t- they probably ended with the shit might not last forever. Yeah, so you better jump take on your, that shit. Then. Better take advantage of it now. Yeah, I always wonder shit like that, dog. Because we because we talk a lot about um what we don't have and the obstacles that we have to overcome. Like we talk a lot about that, so I figure that somebody in a in a position of privilege would talk would hype that part of it up. So yeah, probably so though. You got some worst advice joints. Yeah. You guys, all right. You, I, I go ahead and go back to this since we we'll get back to you on the worst advice. And then, of course, we go talk about the best and worst advice that you've given. Okay. <laughs> you know we gonna get to that. Right. But uh, some of the worst advice that I that I've received. Uh, all right. I've been battling if I wanted to say this or not, though. <laughs> like for real. But um, I think that I think that our demographic is probably. Um, well, from from the last stats that I looked at, our demographic is heavy in the thirty-five to forty-four. So he's all old niggas. So I think I feel comfortable saying this. I think the worst advice I ever got was to go to college, bro. I think that was really the worst advice, dog. And I really, dog, I really hate to say that shit, dog. Like for real, but I feel like it was the worst advice. Um, I think better advice would have possibly been to explore other options right mm-hmm. it's because like i think when we was coming out it was it was kind of a thing where either you go you, either you go go get a job or you go go to school there's not a lot of uh, them two options nigga. 
like work this fucking nine to five for the rest of my life or go to school and be in debt for the rest of my life like these are these aren't terribly great options though you know what i'm saying and, and granted we coming from a generation before us that didn't didn't know nothing else like they didn't even know education and that's where i think that as our generation we gotta do a uh you know a, a better job at letting these kids understand what it is to go to college though like the experience is, is priceless but the real life adult situations of debt <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's real like these are things you got to discuss and be prepared for yeah you're right because i was talking to a little young punk <laughs> a little young punk yeah and um <laughs> he was saying the same thing you said yeah you know i don't want to go because you know i guess his uncle sister brother and somebody else was all crying the same thing you saying yeah you're gonna be in debt for the rest of your life you're gonna be i said instead of them telling you that mm -hmm. why don't they figure out a way to get you through that yeah, yeah. don't need yellow snow god damn it Mark. <laughs> best advice <laughs> that, that's some good advice right there. it is actually but you know and i was explaining to him he was like man i'm gonna go back and talk to them about what you said yeah. and he came back and was like two out of the four agree with what I'm saying. The other mm -hmm. ones was like, no, nah, you just gonna still be in debt. No, yeah. there's a way you don't have to be. Because when it, when the playbook was given to me, I'm not gonna lie, I just didn't listen. Yeah. And then when I tried to pass it down, you know, to, uh, to Adolf Hitler, mm -hmm. it took her halfway through it to say, damn, I should have just listened to you the first time. Yeah. I mean, it's a way you can do that shit without being in debt. You just, yeah. you just, you, you can't be hard headed. Yeah. You know what I mean, you can't. You got to be disciplined. Yeah, for and, sure. And and, 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 and and once you uh, break it down, it, it's pretty fucking easy not to be in debt. Yeah. You know, what I mean, but uh, if it, you if you got the the information to to yeah, begin with, I mean, because like I, I I'll give you a prime example if you don't mind. Yeah. Like I told her, I broke it down. I'm like, yeah, <clears throat> you're gonna be in school. You're gonna get this. You're gonna get that. Take out this loan, take out that loan. Which, when you take out loans, you get a what? A refund check, mm -hmm. correct? Yeah. Now, <clears throat> instead of taking the entire refund check and pocketing it, take a little percentage off of it and get a rest back. You mm -hmm. should have saw all these kids' eyes get big as hell. Yeah. What do you mean get a thousands of dollars back? I said so in a couple years later. I said you repeat that process in a four-year four year span, mm -hmm. your debt, which could have been fifty thousand dollars, maybe ten thousand dollars when you get out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, shit, you ain't paying no bills, so what the fuck yeah. you need all that money in your pocket for? Yeah. But on the flip side, that is hard to tell a college student that. Uh, for sure, because we you broke know? as fuck. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but like I said, but when you think about it, you ain't buying no fucking groceries. Yeah. You ain't paying no fucking bills. Right. You really don't have to drive nowhere because you on campus. You just leaving that bitch just to go be a knucklehead nine times out of ten. For sure. So what I'm saying, so if you manage your shit correctly, yeah. but, you know, to piggyback off what you said, we didn't have nobody to tell us that. No, we had nobody, dog, for real. But and then, they, yeah, because we live in a time now, we got a little more information. That yeah, we can like pass I said, down. when I learned it, I ain't giving this shit back. Are you crazy? Yeah. I'm balling. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> said, I'm balling. You know what I mean? But that's what we did. Yeah. We didn't listen. Yeah. You know, for some of us, the information was right there, smack in front of our face. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, the, the uh, another hard part, when you get out of that motherfucker, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Set you up a payment plan where you tell them what you can afford in the beginning. Yeah. Because in the beginning, if you tell them what you can afford and you stick to it, yeah, hundred dollars a month. This is I'm I'm fresh out of college. I'm about to get another job, and you stick to that hundred dollar plan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
they'll leave you the fuck alone. For sure. It ain't until they got to chase your ass for five years. Now the interest is built up yeah. from 10 years over years and years. Now you pissed. Oh, I'm in debt. What did you do to try to put the band-aid over that debt when you got out of school? Right. Probably nothing. Right. For sure. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, right. that letter coming in the mail, you chucked that bitch to Hell, the side. I know I did. That shit. letter coming in the mail, you chucked that bitch <laughs> to the side. I know I did. Then when, they first, then when they get your phone number, yeah. you be standing in the driveway. You know the number one rule. I'm at work. I can't talk right, right. now. Okay, we'll contact you later. Hell you never yeah. contact their ass back. That's it. Seven years go by. Ten years go by. Now you got mm-hmm. this something that, that was fucking quadrupling. <laughs> something that was $25,000 and not damn near $90,000. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Trust then, me. Trust me, nigga, I know. Yeah, I mean, it's a <laughs> right. way you can do that shit without mm-hmm. being in debt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm going uh, to do, uh, do one. I'm going to do one even better for y'all. Like, this is real quick, though. It's real. It's kind of a gem for you parents out there sending your uh sending your, your kids to school this is something that um i learned through you know some of my my white counterparts <laughs> something you can do right so as a as a parent obviously you can have life insurance on your child um you can get um a substantial amount of life insurance which at a certain point you can you you're actually able to um use that as collateral to get a loan off of that um, off of that uh, life insurance. Now, with that, because it's your life insurance, it's not taxable. So it's kind of like a not a free loan because obviously you got to pay it back, but you don't have to pay any taxes or penalties. So that's one way that you can pay for college. Um, also, when you get to school, like you said, just to add a one on top of that, you get that refund check. Um, I mean, this is you know this is a little risky, but. If you take a thousand dollars out of that refund check and, like you said, pay the rest of it back, and use that thousand dollars to make some type of investments, so that it's making money while you're in college. Mm-hmm. By the time you get out of college, you would have hopefully uh, made enough uh, solid investments to where you can pay that shit back at the end of your college career. These are things that nobody fucking told us, mm-hmm. but not because it's their fault. It they just didn't know. So. We have that information now, so we definitely have to be smarter with sending our kids to school and giving them those options to deal with. Because even still, even if you take the debt out of it and how much you might owe, school just ain't for everybody still. Like, even mm-hmm. if you can go to that bitch for free, you might just not want to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, <laughs> both said the worst advice was to fight the Iraqis. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, that's, that's- <laughs> That's some bad advice. Right? That's some very bad advice. But yeah, so um, definitely some options for you know kids now, and entrepreneurship is is taking is taking more seriously now. So I think that can actually be an option too, because um, before it was like either get a job or go to school. Like that's it. Like this yeah. idea of working for yourself just wasn't a thing. I was curious about that too, Mark. I, what, what channel was she on? <laughs> Mark say, "What did Tanisha do for a living?" You didn't see that? Uh uh-uh. uh. What happened? She said something. I didn't. She said something before that. Yeah. Right oh, before. nothing wrong with a woman using her body to get what she. <laughs> oh, maybe maybe she's saying that's the worst advice. Oh, okay, okay. Maybe I, 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 I hope so, right? I got lost. There. No, I missed that part. Yeah, I missed I that part. Okay. <laughs> maybe that was the worst advice. Hopefully, yeah. that wasn't the best advice. <laughs> Even though there's nothing wrong. With a woman using her body, you got to use what you got to get what you want. Ain't that what Trixie said? Yeah, that's some terrible advice, man. 
I mean, it's great advice for some other one, but just not my daughter or my sister. <laughs> that's, that's some terrible advice right there. It kind of is. But somebody somewhere, and this is a fucked up situation, somebody somewhere is getting that advice, and they're using it yeah. to their full capacity. Yeah, yeah. And as a predator... <laughs> I like that shit. You got to use what she got <laughs> to get what she wants. Um, she said, "I'm a retired exhibitionist, retired at 45." Great advice. Word. Mm. Is she talking shit or she just said? I have no idea. <laughs> FDK says nothing wrong with that. Don't be giving it up for nothing. Huh? I'm glad it's women saying this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we can't say this shit and get away with it. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, hey, hey. <laughs> so anyway, dog, I spent a lot of time on my worst one. So, what's your worst one, dog? Well, your worst uh, advice, the worst that, that I, I've gotten, yeah, that you got. Uh, come back to Detroit, yeah, come back to Michigan, yeah, same I, thing, man. Yeah, yeah, I shouldn't have brought my ass back, yeah, should have kept my ass right where the fuck I was, yeah, I didn't miss a goddamn thing here. I feel you. So you you kind of you the opposite of what what Shad said. Yeah, well, yeah, I didn't. I was doing just fine. Yeah, and that, I was, that was the sad part. I was doing just fucking fine. Yeah, I should I should have pressed the envelope about you know them coming. Yeah, but as far as I let somebody advise me just to come back and yeah. that, that that shit was terrible. <laughs> so you sound like you regret that shit. I kind of do. Damn, for real. Yeah. But like Iowa's where you would want to stay, or just not, just not here. I, I like I, I, I surprise people when I say this. I didn't have a problem with Iowa. I actually yeah. liked it there. Yeah, yeah, it, it was, it was fine. Mm-hmm. You know, especially the part I live in, it was cool, peaceful. Yeah. You know, I had everything we needed. It wasn't like all country. You know, we mm-hmm. had that little city side. You know, I had the barbershop right there, you know, the, the black barbershop. <laughs> right. I had the mall right there, obviously, the movie theater right there, yeah. the hospital right there, grocery st- Everything was in walking distance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Grocery store Convenient. right there. I had the bar right there that I'd be jumping. Then I had the bar that served them almighty, powerful Irish nachos. <laughs> yeah, I heard stories about them Irish nachos. So, I'm, I'm I might have to go back to Iowa just for that. Then, what was it called? The Spy Bar. Yeah, the Spy Bar. Yeah, gotcha. And then, you know, I had some good-ass neighbors around me, surprisingly. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, they was cool with me. Yeah. Even though they were all white neighbors. They was some chill people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I didn't have a problem with it when, when my kids came to visit. My kid actually, you know, I was on pins and needles the first time she did it. Yeah. Actually spent the night at one of my neighbor's houses. Because, you know, they had she had a daughter the same age. Yeah. But it was, it was like right underneath me, so she wasn't far. Yeah. It was apartment building, I mean, directly underneath me. Yeah. So she wasn't far. She got along. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. I mean, I, I ain't had no issues. I mean, no problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a bump in. You know, I ain't gonna, it wasn't really a bump in with the police. It was just a. It was a funny story about them. Mm-hmm. Especially when they found out where I was from. Yeah. Then they kind of left me alone. <laughs> For real. Well, like I said, it wasn't. By, it was. It was a. It was an uh, all out brawl. Mm-hmm. In my apartment building. Yeah. And you know, um, oh, when they got Miami style and shit. Yeah, I was standing on the balcony. <laughs> I remember that shit, dog. I was standing on the balcony, and um, 
All I heard was I'll be back Yeah So time to go Yeah so, we, don't, we, we don't fuck around like that We already know what I'll be back means Yeah So I'm Everybody that was standing outside Like you know Where you going uh, mm. Y'all just didn't hear him say He'll be back Right uh, What does that mean Stay out here You'll find out yeah. So I go in the apartment Next thing I know Everybody dispersed Yeah then they come back They get back into it And when I tell you Like nine squad cars A fire truck <laughs> An ambulance And a helicopter showed up <laughs> A helicopter? Yeah nigga The helicopter Get the fuck out of here bro I ain't bullshitting The helicopter nigga So They interviewing the people On the ground Cause you know I stayed up top Yeah And all I heard Through all that commotion Was He was out here He may have seen it I said oh shit <laughs> And I, what the fuck did you put me in this shit for? Right. So the cops would actually say, sir, hold on a second. So I'm st- I got this, you know, uh, my big ass beer mug. Mm-hmm. You know, I can hold a whole 40 ounce in that motherfucker. So I'm standing there <laughs> holding it. Rest in peace to that mug and shit. Though. I got another one. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, and that was Knoxbury. Oh, okay. I got that, you. that was Knoxbury. But uh, so I got the, uh, my cigar and shit, and the, um, my brewery was like, uh, do you have any ID? I was like, yeah, I gave him an idea. He was like, where do you live up here somewhere? I was like, yeah, right here, one behind me. Yeah. So uh, the older guy looked at him. He was like, Michigan. I was like, yeah, Detroit. I'm out here for work. So the young white chick yeah. wanted to see the ID. She looked at it and was like, so what did you see? So I ain't seen nothing. <laughs> so um, she was like, well, the witnesses downstairs said you was out here just as long as they were. I ain't seen nothing. And that's all I kept saying. yeah. Every question she asked me, I ain't say nothing. nothing. Right. And then the old white cop, this would kill me right here. He yeah. was like, did you not look at his ID? And she was like, he said, he told you he was from Detroit. He ain't seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I fell the fuck out laughing. Hell no. He was like, we're wasting our time. He ain't seen right. nothing. He, and I heard him walk, as they walk away, even if he did see something. He ain't going to say it, he's right. Yeah, no, for sure. Hell yeah, no, because I got to live here. I don't know these niggas. That's what I had to explain to yeah, the next door. I don't know these niggas, yeah. And she was like, well, why you didn't say nothing? I said, uh, I live out here by myself. Exactly. And I'm not about to be the one that's too said, far, Too far from home, nigga. Eh? To be like, nah, he the one told. Right, like, exactly. I'm too far from the crib to be on that goofy shit. Uh, I, mean, I mean, even if I was here, yeah. I ain't seen Jack. Yeah, I mean, that too, though. I mean, at least if you hear those shit, it's, it, I ain't a little safer. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with me. Say ain't got shit to do with that shit, though. I ain't doing your job for you. You want to find out who did shit and stall some cameras around this motherfucker. <laughs> right. I figured that. But yeah. on, on that note, I ain't seen Jack. Right. <laughs> uh, let me see. Where we at? We missed some shit. Uh, Monk said, wow, that's what's up. I think he was talking about Tanisha. Uh, Tanisha says, sir, I have a great home retirement plan and take trips every week. You're in a basement. Who said that? Tanisha, you know, I think this is this is our uh, this is our issue with with black women. Like, I applaud, I applaud, I applaud your success. She said, "Sir, I have a great home, a retirement plan, and take trips every week. You're in the basement." Uh, I applaud your success, dog. But your success does not uh, does not exist because of my failures. All right, so don't try to big yourself up by making me look small and shit. We're in the basement studio, but we have access to real studios. It's just our organic kind of thing here. I mean, I don't know. I don't even know why that was important to say, though. But I, that's why I love my black women, though. Thank you so much for being a part of the problem. 
I appreciate you. Uh, that was totally unnecessary. I, yeah, I don't even know, dog. I'm, I'm like, I expect that shit from Southern Liberty because, like, he a white guy, and shit. But I, yeah. that's, that's what's wrong with sisters now. I'm trying to tell you, man. That's, that's, that's our problem, though. That is, that's our problem, though. Do, do you take these trips by yourself? <laughs> she probably with Southern Liberty. I know that's his woman. <laughs> Uh, MDK says so why are you staying now it seems like it's a good look you on the show you have to count your blessings yeah for sure she's talking about uh, you know like uh, as far as staying in Iowa and shit I mean yeah I, once you're here I guess you just make the best of it and shit, read right? that shit which one Son of Liberty Mm-mm. where are we at Tanisha uh, hold on I got a couple more he said this country western bar in southwest Missouri true cowboy hangout fight breaks out buddy of mine gets out the car and gets ready to walk in uh, guy outside advised us to wait before we come in. Uh, best advice: they proceed to have a shootout like the OK Corral. So that's his best advice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tanisha, Tanisha say my issue with black men is they always offer their unwarranted opinion about female issues. Damn, we did it. I don't know. You know what, Tanisha? You right, baby. <laughs> you right. That's that's your problem with with men and shit. Our problem is me or the fact that you're forty year old you're a forty year old in a basement. Damn, we're just we're just shooting a show. Like I don't we, I don't live here. Like like we live in this motherfucker. Man. We're just we're just shooting it. You know what, Tanisha? I apologize for all the, the trauma that black men have put you through. That's that's what And it if is. I'm a part of the problem, I apologize. You live your life, my baby. Maybe you need to get out of Battle Creek somehow. I don't know something because you just went way left, and that's okay. Your feelings <laughs> gonna get hurt before. I obviously so, dog. I just, you, you but you know what though? I you, fucking love my basement, and I, and if I lived in this motherfucker, I would live so in this motherfucker. What? You're right. I would live in this bitch happily. It sound like she wanted them. Do you like your bacon <laughs> darker, crispy, or your pancakes light, darker, fluffy? <laughs> no. Step the fuck off, Brandy. <laughs> That's what she sound like. Uh, you know what? Everything that you are saying t- this morning, Tanisha, is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are the queen mother of the earth. <laughs> hey, look, Mark said, I wish I was there. <laughs> she trying to, oh, I know he do. He but, trying to go but, but we not, but we, but see, that's the problem. We ain't going to do that, though. No, but see, that's we ain't going to do that, though, because I'm not. What if you was in the basement, you got a job, and you're doing this, and you're trying to get off your knuckles? And then the first thing we got to do is listen to black women like that, then when we cross the border on you motherfucking ass. Uh, see, some, I ain't even say all that shit. I though. said it, and then when we cross the border on you motherfucking ass, now we the sellout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do I got to stay home or stay and listen to this type shit from my <laughs> own motherfucking people, or the motherfucker that see the potential in you? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Obviously, you guys have the hurt feelings. Y'all feel some type of way of me being successful. I'm Black men have a short sex. shelf life. Y'all better come correct or end up extinct. Why you give a damn about your success? I'm I'm happy you successful. <laughs> See, that's the problem. I'm happy you successful. Hold on, is is all of this because is all this because we laughed at at the advice of. Using your body to get what you want is that is that why we have this conversation? I don't fucking know. I didn't even know. I don't know. My feelings is not hurt. I mean, my feelings are definitely hurt. My feelings ain't hurt. You have destroyed my entire life and day. (laughs) I don't even fuck about shit like that. After this, I cannot move on because she is successful, and I am in the basement. You have fucked my whole existence up, Tanisha. Thank you, single handedly. Yeah, well. (laughs) 
I ain't giving it up. I ain't look. I don't, my feelings is not hurt. <laughs> I am. I am. I am. Uh, what's the word? Um. Damn, I can't even think of a good word and shit. I'm usually pretty good with words and Man, shit. I don't give a fuck because whatever she eat, whatever she eat, don't make me shit. So I don't give a fuck. That's what I. That's what I'm. That's what I'm about to go with. I don't give a damn. Yeah. I mean, shit. I'm. I, but at the end of the day, I am happy you're successful. I really am. <laughs> but don't shit on me. You don't. You don't. See, successful is in the eye of the beholder. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, this this first studio. Well, see, what you don't know jumped off and led the man to having five or six of these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? This is where it all fucking started. Just because you could take a trip every motherfucking weekend that, to the next person, that that don't mean that that's their success. You know what I mean? I'm happy you can get on the plane and take your... Get on one and take your ass and go over there some goddamn way. You stupid. No, man, how you gonna shit on somebody else's successful just because you feel like you can take a trip every once in a while? You know unfortunately, I mean? unfortunately, angry man. That's because that is so, what, 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 what a success <laughs> to me is to have you know a wife and a, and a couple kids. You know, we both got good jobs. You know, we both got good cars. That maybe that's success to somebody else. You know <laughs> Look, Buck, talk about get her. You ever thought about that? But shit? I, I don't want to do all of that, bro. No, I don't wanna... fuck that. See, that's the problem. No, I don't want to do all of that because because we got we got our counterparts watching and shit, and we will not self implode. Man, look on at public. Man, look, the public self-imploding on, public on us. That's fine, dog. I'm not gonna contribute to that shit. Man, that's booze. If that's how Tanisha feels, that's, that's how Tanisha shit. feels. And 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 she probably like a lot of women in in America and shit, which is why that's we are in the position shit. that we're in. But that's booze. Like I said, success I'm not, is in I'm not the eye of the beholder. <laughs> if somebody got a one bedroom motherfucking apartment and work at Burger King, maybe that's that's success to them. And who the fuck is you to shit on somebody else's goddamn success? <laughs> she say, honey, that's what broke niggas tell themselves. I'm good, love. Enjoy. Yeah, well, you know, we'll book your first class flight ass on some goddamn way and stop shitting on somebody. Look your rich ass. Man, I'm angry man, they got pissed off. No, because, I man, you, you, you don't know how you can break somebody down like that, man. You can fuck somebody. Somebody I mean, think you could, somebody think not, it, it, not me. Right. Trust I mean, me, not me. me. But somebody could think they're doing because good. I like my basement. And There's then, a bathroom down here. And then here you, you, you bring. <laughs> There's a refrigerator. Out. I even have a microwave down here now. Yeah, you I'm excited about my basement. Lonely ass on somewhere and then try to shit on somebody because you can do some shit. You don't know what nobody's bank account in this basement look like. <laughs> Damn, angry man, you mad? You angry? Yeah, I, I am now. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. You want to shit on somebody? Go shit on another race. Why are you going to shit on the brother? <laughs> go shit on. How about we not shit on anyone, dog? Man, fuck that. <laughs> Obviously, she going to shit on some goddamn. How about body. we just embrace humanity, dog? Shit. I mean, okay. What, 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 oh god, let me be quiet. I'm stuttering. Right. Man, she, lucky. she got you off your square, man. She lucky, monkey ass ain't here. Yeah. I mean, if I ain't let Son of Liberty take me off my square, I'm definitely not gonna let Tanisha take me off my square. But though. I will, I will expect that from yeah. Son of Liberty. You know what I mean? I, I will expect <laughs> all that from Son of Liberty. I will expect that. <laughs> uh, Tanisha, what she say? Oh no, Tyler Pie got say I'm trying to come down there and record in the basement. <laughs> Uh, she said, "Then shut your mouth talking about something. No, that's not a good advice for women. Are you a fucking woman? And I'm pretty sure I know what y'all bank accounts look like. Okay, well that's up to you. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got to lay next to your ass. Yeah. 
Shit, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't got to lay next to your rich ass. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I understand. Like success and success and livelihood is is completely connected to monetary devices. And I get that. There's yeah. a lot of people like that. Yeah, I, get, I, mean, I, get that. I, I don't shit on nobody else's success. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, I ain't got to live with you, so I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I and, don't and care even about what the next motherfucker got or what the next motherfucker doing, I do not care. And even with all that said, I think that uh. Even with all that said, I, I I do still think it's bad advice to tell a woman to use her body for for income. I still think it's a bad. I still think it's bad hey, advice. Hey, like I'm not gonna hey, change that woman or not and shit. So I mean, I, whatever she may be in a situation yeah. where she may have to. I mm-hmm. mean, so I mean, don't get me wrong. She may have to. That, I mean, I think don't she get me wrong. If they didn't exist, then she, you know she must have screwed everything we were saying. I mean, I mean, some people may say that's bad advice. Hey, some people may say that's good advice. Yeah. Because you know the old saying is, if you're a woman, you shouldn't be broke any goddamn way. Yeah. You know, because you got something to sell. And Ebony Case said that right before it ends. So yeah. It's, so it's I basically mean, the same I mean, thing. I get it. I get it. But don't be just shitting on my other motherfuckers, man. <laughs> Turn up, then, nigga. <laughs> Gigi said, uh, left my ass off. My motto is I'm not selling nothing, but I ain't giving nothing away for free either. Say, and I'm successful, whatever that means, and I'm a woman. <laughs> I, there you go. I, I, I can I can yeah, work with that. I feel I can work with that. Hmm. I, I can it, work with that. It's it's interesting though, that that dynamic between um black women and black men and shit. I it's an interesting dynamic, dog. Like it really is. I, I think that our struggle is enough that the divisiveness between the you know the interior is is always not a good thing and shit but again i'm just i'm not about to do that though and she want to talk about my basement which my basement is really nice i got some old dvds over there why are you still explaining <laughs> yourself dog? because i i just I, I want her to understand like that um i enjoy my basement okay well I don't know why the fuck are you see my little street sign back there and shit. Little street sign back there. Why this you is, this is our block? Shit, ain't nobody got to explain ourselves to her. I mean, the same reason that you just tried to go ham. <laughs> Tell her to go sit in the wall off the store and book a flight and don't listen to the show no more because we're in the basement. Yeah. You act like we invited you to this motherfucker. Tanisha said, "I'm sure Gigi feel the same way um, that I do. She just don't want to say it. I think she said. What? I think she, pretty I think much she said, said what she wanted. Yeah, I think that was it." I mean, I think she said exactly what she wanted to say. <laughs> anyway, man, yeah, look at the time. Because if you know Gigi, she ain't biting her tongue from her goddamn body. <laughs> right. All right, so look at the time, dog. This is after 11, dog. We have spent enough time breaking down black culture in front of all these white people. <laughs> so that's, that's Beating each other up and degrading each other. Yeah, you know, the normal shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Monks say we ain't gonna never overcome because of <laughs> shit said, like this. Both said, damn, I like my basement too. What's wrong with the basements? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe she don't have one or something. You know, she she too bougie for the basement. I guess. Duh, you silly duh. It is Wednesday, bro. So uh, don't forget, man. All industry connects down at uh, uh Floods Bar and Grill. Shout out to my man Huey. DJ cuts on the ones and twos, dog. Pull up tonight. Uh, actually doing a couple of podcasts down at Floods tonight. So um, that'll be before all industry connects. So if you show up early, Mike can uh jump in the audience or whatever while we doing the podcast and uh you know buy me a drink or two. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, dog, what's the uh, final final sentence you want to leave the people with, dog? That nigga Mark said, I love my basement, too. <laughs> Y'all niggas <laughs> retarded, dog. But nah, um, <laughs> but nah um, on the real, I mean, yeah. 
my thing is, you know, I'm I'm careful when I take advice and I'm careful when I give advice. Because, you know, I don't want to give somebody the wrong advice and then fuck your life up and you blame it on me. (laughs) Right. You know what I mean? I'll listen. You know what I mean? I I, I got a good ear. I'll pay attention to you. And, um, shit, you know, I mean, and if if you do take somebody's advice and it didn't work out for you, Mm -hmm. you know, just live it, man. You know what I mean? You should have took your own advice. That's the best (laughs) advice you can give. And the best advice you can take is your own motherfucking advice. A lot of times, if you just step back and, um, you know, evaluate your own situation instead of putting your situation on somebody else who ain't walking in your shoes, it's going to be kind of hard for them to advise you on some shit. Yeah, I mean, they could tell you what they think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody has an opinion. Right. But I don't think every opinion should be good advice. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But, and, um, Tanisha, it was good talking to you, man. You know, it it really was. (laughs) It was entertaining. Yeah, I appreciate your, uh, your input on how you feel about the brothers. You know, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. No, oh, okay. Man. You know, on that note. <laughs> on that note, like I said, and and don't take advice from every goddamn body. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? All all advice ain't good advice, and all advice ain't bad advice. Yeah. But like I said, even if you take advice, take responsibility for the advice you took, either if it's bad or good. Yeah. Sure, I feel. Um, on that, uh, yeah, that that's definitely a case. Like the advice is just advice. I mean, obviously, it's uh, it's opinionated, and uh, everybody has one of those, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the day, you even after receiving advice, good or bad, you are you you are the one who makes the decision. So ultimately, it is your decision. So you have to decide, you know, which way you want to go, one way or the other. Um, advice is good. Advice can be bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's up to you to, to decipher. So that's when you have to have some accountability to know that the decision ultimately is yours. Uh, um, shout out to all the people who checked in today, man. All the people that chimed in. Uh, shout out to my man, Bo, <clears throat> Bo of course, uh, who's always here. Son of Liberty. Uh, shout out to Tanisha, too, for giving us that perspective of the black women that we know and love so much. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to the basement, dog, and all the basements around the world, dog. This is for y'all. Basement crew of this bitch. <laughs> she really don't like this studio uh, basement, huh? We out this motherfucker, dog. Make sure you check out all the replays at eblockradio.com. Uh, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow us on IG. Got hit Angry Man up at AngryMan48205. Chef Monk and myself at Q.Lewis313, dog. We about this thing, dog. Till the next time. You already know what it is. The Live is Cloud Radio Show on the planet. Earth, cuz. Straight from the E-Block Radio Live on your dial right this moment, man. This is the Wake and Bake Show, dog. Got my man Angry Man in the building. By Tanisha. <laughs> my man Monk Money holding it down at the crib. Monk. And, of course, man, it's your boy Q-Lewis holding it down live from the 48205, man. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. What a good time saying the basement crew. For sure, nigga. We out here. Wake your ass up. It's the Wake and Bake Show. Live on eblockradio.com. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you or your company are looking to jump into the podcast world, now is the time. The Plug Agency is here to connect you to the full power of podcasting. You just record and leave the rest to us. The people are listening and want to hear from you. Theplug-agency.com 
That's thePlug-Agency.com. Click the link in the episode description for an exclusive offer.